Hi everyone, this is Amitabh. Uh, welcome to Man Walks Into a Rabbit Hole. Uh, so yesterday a friend of mine and uh, I were just uh, talking, right? We had some time, we were on a long drive together and uh, we ended up talking about a lot of things which probably matters to him and... Uh, in general matters to all of us and definitely me so like i was definitely into the chat i was not uh, doing small talk so one of the things we spoke about and we spoke of many things but i did want to bring into focus one or two specific things that we spoke about right somewhere during the drive we we started talking about uh, whether past life, reincarnation, future life, all of those things matter. And uh, my limited understanding is, I think he is leaning towards believing that there is reincarnation possible. Uh, and my definite stand is, like my own stand is, uh, I lean very, very away from that idea. I still am open to the possibility, but uh, broadly there is no data that seems to indicate that such a thing is possible. No data or no phenomenon that seems to indicate that such a thing is possible. Uh, and my general hypothesis is... Uh, so there are two ways of approaching a problem like this, right? One way of approaching this is to say don't deny anything uh, be open to ideas the other is uh, uh, while you don't deny anything you also don't necessarily open your mind to very complex very difficult ideas which probably have no basis in observed phenomena so for example if he wanted to uh, open our minds or push our minds to the possibility of time travel. Uh, it is also a very complex and a difficult phenomenon. But, uh, and it's definitely not an observed phenomenon. But there is still a very bleak chance that we could one day end up figuring out uh, observable points where time inverts itself. So let's say that's a black hole as an example, right? Now, I don't think it's as simple as that because time is nothing but really the way we define it is time. The way, the way we've defined time and our concept of time is by its very nature, something that only moves forward, right? So, there is no concept or no definition of time uh, that it can rewind. So, let me let me make this more simpler, right? I think this is a very complex idea. Uh, in the few seconds I take to speak this sentence, five seconds would pass, right? There is no option of 
these five seconds not passing so you don't have a concept of time being stationary you also don't have a concept of uh, you also don't have a concept of uh, you being able to go back to a point in time you can go back to a point in time in terms of a memory you can go back to a point in time in terms of a, a, a recording which is again a memory but you really can't go back to any point in time which is even like uh, a nanosecond prior to the now right okay so long uh, it's a long uh, long intro so really uh, coming back to the point uh, he and i were talking about reincarnation and his belief probably leaned towards reincarnation and past life future life and my belief is uh, we are what we are here and now and when we die it's uh, complete kaput which means the story is over there is nothing beyond that uh, i do believe in the buddhist thing that maybe uh, cognition and that basic sense which we call as consciousness pervades for a few more minutes or sometimes a little longer in a body it doesn't die uh, within the first 2 minutes or 3 minutes but within a few minutes or a, uh, even if i were to stretch myself i i think within a few hours i think everything in that body is gone other than obviously the atoms molecules and the elements which are there but anything that makes us alive is broadly gone from that body there is still cell activity so if we consider that as aliveness there is stuff there but uh, that's my basic understanding of life so far combined with the thought process that i don't believe in many things like uh, uh a god or a central intelligence or any of those things uh, it actually makes my life fairly stark and transactional right uh, so that's really a rabbit hole for another day so my friend and i started talking about this and uh, he's a very thinking person right so one of the things he brought out was that he struggles with this idea of reincarnation because uh, he actually brought out the problem of uh, minus n there so let me explain what minus n is right so let's say uh, typically a, a, a reincarnation based philosophy which is broadly hinduism and at least some parts or large parts of buddhism believe that uh uh you are where you are because of something you've done in the past right and uh, usually past life so very rarely do they attribute it to the past in the current which means uh, very rarely do they attribute some large problems to what you have done in this life it's usually in the past so if you have if you're struggling with your spouse it usually 
can be explained away saying that look you had something which you've carried from the past uh, life if you're struggling with poverty your same story if you're struggling with bad health broadly the same story again now what is the problem of minus n here the problem is this right so you are today struggling with your health because of something you did in your previous life now let's say what you did in your previous life was you poisoned a well and 30 people in your village or city died right from fairly fairly imaginable circumstance now the question is okay you so you poisoned the well 30 people died and they died by suffering or whatever they, they and hence 30 families were impacted the question is why did these 30 people choose to drink that water on that day so then the typical answer in this kind of recursive algorithm should be that because they had done something in their previous birth which made them choose this sort of a circumstance for themselves and then if you go back to that birth which is we have already reached n minus 2 now at this point so n, n is the current birth n minus 1 n minus 2 n minus 2 you would have a similar logic and then n minus 3 so broadly if you look at it you are now not able to figure out the causation point the ability to exit from this program uh, which is typically what we look for in uh, yeah, in software right so i i code a bit uh, i code quite a bit actually and uh, like you typically need to have an exit condition and a legal exit condition not a abrupt exit condition so in this kind of a recursive algorithm uh, the chain of causality doesn't seem to have a reasonable uh, link and doesn't seem to have a exit now an advanced practitioner and which is what we were talking in the car yesterday is typically going to say that the exit is hence to achieve nirvana in this life so when you achieve nirvana in this life you break this eternal chain of damnation and at least you and your that one soul is broadly escaping the cycle of karma which kind of makes sense there are two more challenges which come up with this kind of thinking right so the first challenge is uh, what is my soul right so when you say my soul it is a strong reinforcement of the ego right which doesn't make sense if you're talking of a single continuum or a single consciousness or a single shared consciousness so there's something unresolved there from for a lay person like me i'm sure an advanced practitioner is going to be able to explain this away as well but for a lay practitioner who has some basic interest in the mechanics of this struggles with this concept right because he or she uh, like me in this example cannot understand that what is my soul right uh, why am I referring it to as my soul? What is the my there? Who's the my? 
who's this person in my head who's doing this talking right so that is the uh, other thorny issue so one is the chain of causality the second is how do you break the chain third uh who is this me who what is this my soul that we are referring to the the other thing about this whole reincarnation business is that uh if you really look at it for normal lay people like me and if it is true then it is essentially eternal damnation and it basically seems to indicate that entropy in this universe will keep on increasing which is what the second law of thermodynamics also says but i think it's just unusual and weird that if my mental and my spiritual path also leads me to the same answer then i'm not so sure what i'm supposed to do about it and if the only escape is nirvana or realizing that this is the eternal damnation damnation which is happening around us uh it's very hard right it's very hard to it's very hard for all of us to be able to take a step back and jump off any treadmill it's really really hard right uh, the other thing we spoke about so i'm just going to touch upon two things we spoke about which i thought was very interesting and in my head they are deeply related though it might not be very apparent in this small small conversation today uh, the other thing we spoke about is just uh, what is suffering and what is pain right and we spoke a lot but i'll tell you what my view on this is right my view and i think i've said this before is that there is no future there is no present right in my head i'm very very convinced about this there's no future there's no present everyone is a point in time including me at this point in time uh future and present are there but that's only because we are connecting the dots our brains are connecting the dots constantly so it's kind of an illusion built by the brain to keep uh this gene machine working for its own defense for its own life and so and so forth but if you were to really take a take a very honest uh uh objective view of your life or our life the only thing that matters is the present the only thing that matters is here uh so this whole thing that look i i think i said this in some other episode as well the whole thing that i'm going to save for a retirement is a good thought but it's an illusion that our is or it's a game that our brains make us play or our genes make us play but broadly that is the probability of that happening is fairly random it's a random distribution right so it could happen it could not happen 
and how many random probabilities are you going to cater for are you going to cater for the probability that you will have cancer are you going to cater for the probability that you might die with a heart attack in the next minute are you going to cater for the probability that your city could have an earthquake in the next 10 minutes are you going to cater for the probability that you are going to fall in love with somebody 3 years later are you going to cater for the probability that you might have dementia in the next five years it's extremely hard right so this whole random probability forest and us planning for random occurrences of events is quite literally uh, a very complicated game that we are playing and the closest i've understood to mindfulness is the here matters the present matters and uh, like like for example if i were to tell myself that look if i were to somehow get through today because let's say today i have some terrible meetings at work or i have a difficult conversation with my spouse or i have a surgery scheduled at 9 pm tonight something like that and if i tell myself look tomorrow from tomorrow my life begins its upward curve i think it's a good uh, coping technique but realistically i would with the little now that i know i am older i'm not necessarily wiser but i've learned a few things with the little now that i know i would tell myself look if you have an eye o'clock surgery make sure that you go through the surgery but you still live your life even today because there's no no uh sense in saying tomorrow my upward curve will start your upward curve might never start and more importantly i don't think you have ever been in a downward curve right so it is just a set of random probability events occurring fairly randomly and all you have to do is assimilate and understand that you are in a random probability forest if you can tell yourself that just at acceptance that you are in a random probability forest can be at least to me i mean the minute i have come to accept it in the last few years has come to be a fair amount of relief right do i still go through trauma absolutely do i still go through pain absolutely do i still go through suffering absolutely but uh these bits of awareness or insight are very hard to internalize right it's the same problem like you know that there is nothing called my right i mean it's a trick we are playing with ourselves but we still say my phone this podcast my podcast my voice you are hearing i mean all of this is really tricks we are playing with ourselves right broadly what in reality is is we are a bunch of chemical mechanical chemical mechanical processes who evolve so much complexity that they begin to look like consciousness and 
the consciousness then begins to create an illusion so that we defend ourselves from collapsing so it's an engine which def- which has created an illusion to protect itself and as long as we recognize that we are good but having understood this and having the ability to articulate it like i just did doesn't make me escape the my trap right like i still need money i still want money i want a good car i want a, i like a fancy drink i like good food i still do things which i think will make me happy and fuck they don't make me happy at all but the point i'm trying to make is knowing that we are in a random probability distribution forest doesn't necessarily make us attain nirvana or liberation right but it is a slow steady step in that direction probably i am no expert i am a, i am an absolute lay person in all this but uh, this is where my thought processes are uh, i just thought the chat with this friend yesterday on the long drive was very interesting i always enjoy talking with him because he's one of the few people who i can say very difficult things and know that uh, he's still going to kind of accept me right i mean he's not going to intrude into my presence or he's not going to he will push back so he will push back he will appear to judge but at the end of it he will uh, he will just be there like if i ever committed a murder i could confess to him that i can i did a murder and i'm pretty sure that the first thing he's going to do is he's going to slap me but then by the time we finish the two hour conversation post that i think there is going to be acceptance that look okay you fucked up but now let's talk about the future and i think that's a very rare thing in this world that ability to be able to slap you and still at the end of two hours say okay how, what do what where, where do we go from here and basically in some sense putting his skin in the game and saying where do we go from here rather than where do you go from here long chat uh, that's about it uh, it's a rap uh, if you're listening on apple or spotify i do suggest you rate this podcast ideally if you could rate it 5 that would be great i mean if you especially like it uh, if you're listening on any other platform just keep listening to us uh, uh i mean write into us and uh, we'll we'll keep talking about these strange and unusual topics but uh, that's it and all of you have a great festive season uh, happy new year which is upcoming and uh, wish you all a lot of joy thank you it's a wrap